Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. What is up, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Bikini Radio. I do have a guest today, and her name is Kaylee. I always called you the cupcake girl from Pro Physique whenever I would refer to you, Kaylee. Um, And I really appreciate you taking time to hop on my podcast today. Um, Why don't you take a moment and introduce yourself to my audience today? Uh, My name is Kaylee Obert, also known as Cupcake Muscle, which I'm actually called in public often. Uh, I'm 33, uh, mom, wife, I work full time, and I'm a bikini competitor. Yes. And I love the fact that you share that you're a mom because a lot of competitors out there I know don't feel like they can compete with a little one or feel like they can get their body back. And you've shown that you can come back even better post baby. Um, And I just love all your content that you post, Kaylee. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, um, you can definitely get your body back. My And like you said, I look better now than I did before I had Pearl. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your fitness journey? Like what got you into competing? What were you doing before you had Pearl? And what are you currently doing now? Um, I started in 2014. There was a local girl who posted her show day pictures on Facebook. And I was like, I can do that. So I started to Google like everything there was to know. And my uh, husband, boyfriend at the time, he came home and I was like, I'm going to do a bikini competition. He's like, no, he's like, that's really hard, babe. I don't think you could. And it took that like him, like he wasn't being mean. He just knew how much dedication it took and him telling me I wouldn't be able to. I was absolutely doing it. And then I did my first show and I was like addicted to it right away. Um, I found my uh, current coach, Paul, with Team Pro Physique, and we did, I think we did one show before I had Pearl, and then I got pregnant in 2016, and I, um, throughout my pregnancy, I kept all my lifts the same. I just obviously modified for a growing belly, but um, I just found video the other day of me doing like low depth squats I saw that. Like two weeks yeah before she was born like 
I just kept it in my mind that it wasn't going to be something that held me back. And I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing this until my body tells me I can't. And it never did. So um, my recovery was super quick. Um, I followed everything my doctor said, but a week after I was on the treadmill doing light walking, um, doing upper body stuff. I had a really cool home gym at the time. Um, so it was nice to have the privacy, I guess, post baby to kind of just do what I could. Um, and then I think I was back on stage eight months post baby was my first show. That's, and I did. That's super fast. Two, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't really have a goal. I just thought like I breastfed Pearl for like four months and I wasn't uh, wanting to have a setback with that. So I just kind of followed really high macros. I had Paul. I actually kept him during my pregnancy. Um and so then I had them right after, and that was kind of just for peace of mind. So I knew I was um, getting the mat- the nutrients I needed, you know, because I didn't want to under eat either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we kicked some butt after baby, and then I took a year to build, and then we just every year. This has been my biggest competitive year um, in terms of placing and number of shows I've done, but. And it's going to be my first year at the national stage. So it's not something I had ever ventured into before. Which the national stage is a whole nother ball game. Um, I have my show this weekend. So hopefully I just requalify and I can join you and meet you in person. Um, yes. It's, I love the fact that you say you started your journey in 2014. Um, it's now five years later. You know, these results that you've gotten the muscle, the knowledge when it comes to macros and competing, like it doesn't happen in a year. It doesn't happen in a couple weeks. Like I think a lot of people lack patience um, with their own fitness journey. Would you agree? Oh, I completely, completely agree. I didn't, I thought I knew, you know, when I first started, but comparing it to now, I knew nothing at all. And I didn't follow macros in the beginning. Um, I did a really what people would call bro style and that's my favorite that will yeah that'll open your eyes real quick to the bodybuilding world for sure um but it was all learning I wouldn't take any of it back you know so yeah it's it's a journey yeah and I think that each and every year um the bikini division in particular is getting more and more competitive and I don't know if that's because of social media um or what it is, but I feel like the physiques they are bringing now are intense versus, you know, back in 2015. Cause that's when I started getting into competing and like testing the waters of it. And bikini was so different then. And I see it changing constantly. Yeah. It has morphed. Sometimes I go back and forth with, with how much I like what it's turned into. I love competing and I love uh the bikini category but I was just telling my husband what used to turn you pro in 2014 isn't even close to what will turn you it's pro laughable now. now yeah and it's you know it it's ventured more it's really funny because in 2014 on a bro diet I thought oh this you know when you're gender like oh that was really unhealthy that didn't even touch what you have to do now in terms of how lean you have to get um yeah, I, you know, I think, and I think it happens because it's just, there's more people in the industry now and 
it's really, I can't imagine how hard it is to be a judge. And you literally, some shows, I think they're just trying to find a flaw. Like, who has the, they're you like, know, the minor flaw? I don't flaw like her earrings. <laughs> yeah, like, her makeup looks like crap. Like, give her a second, you know? But I think it's gotten, that's why it's gotten leaner, 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 more muscle is because it's just, it has to morph into that or... I don't know what they would do, which with the new wellness division, that might break it up a little bit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, I go back and forth. I'm always completely okay with what it takes to get there. But of course, I'm three weeks out and I'm, I'm feeling prep quite a bit. So I'm like, this is crazy. This is too much. It's too intense. Yeah. But, I, um, uh, so both, so Kaylee and I, for my audience, we both work with Paul Ravella, which I think what brought me to Paul was his professionalism, his experience, and um, just how he relates to his clients and cares more than just like, hey, cool, like you're making results. Here's an email. Um, I actually just got yeah. off of the phone with Paul because he wanted to check in with me because we have been pushing incredibly hard these last couple of weeks, which I've lost a significant amount of weight in a short period of time. And he's been checking on me constantly to make sure like I'm mentally okay, which I, I don't know of any other coach that really does that other than like myself, because I'm an online coach, but I, I don't like the mental side of things are so taxing. And there's times where I'm like asking myself during a cardio session is Nicole, like, what are you doing? Like, how are you still going? I don't understand. Oh Yeah. I and I think I'm I'm sure you're probably the same once your season's over you really look back and think oh my gosh how did I do that it's amazing like that's what I like too is I I like competing not just like get the physique but I look back at like wow like I handled so much going on in my life and I was able to and stick with a plan like that will teach you so much discipline and growing up I was an athlete, so I did gymnastics growing up, and that sport is very discipline-based, so this was an easy transition for me and my lifestyle, Um, but again, I still think bodybuilding is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, Um, and I even had my mom the other day. She said, all of this work, Nicole, for a couple seconds on stage, and I just looked at her, and I said, it's worth it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you either, there's two types of people. You can either do it or you can't do it. I mean, there's really no in-between. And, and the ones that try to in-between, you can kind of tell, you know. But, yeah, it takes a lot of dedication. And, you know, I find I get up sometimes 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning because I have my daughter, who's uh, she'll be three this year. And I have to decide, like, do I get up super early I, you know, I either get up early and I do my lift or my cardio on my breaks at work. I'm literally like, I get two 15 minutes in an hour break. I'm usually depending on my cardio at the time right now, it's pretty high. So I spend literally all of my break time, timing cardio so that mm-hmm. when I get off work at four 30, I can have my evenings with my daughter. Um, and you know, it's, but I mean, I could do it in an evening too. They do have a daycare, which is nice at the gym, but I really something that's totally different having a, a baby verse when I didn't is my time management is extremely important now. And it's why don't you talk a little bit about how you manage being a mother and a competitor? Um, like what tips you have for moms out there and like what your biggest struggle is? 
I would say the biggest struggle is learning what your schedule is. And that's going to be different for everyone. But I find that it's a really big struggle to feel mom guilt. I mean, you feel it. You feel bad if you're not doing something for yourself. You feel bad when you take the time to do something for yourself like bodybuilding. So it took about a year for me to get a solid plan for what works for me. But I, you know, my husband's very supportive. So I get up in the morning, I go to the gym. Um, I'm using my, my breaks, like I said, to do cardio or get in a quick lift. Um, having my food prepared, that will make or break you, especially with a kid, because when you are stressed and, you know, you cannot count on everything running 100% smooth because you have a kid who is going to do, you know, whatever they want to do. So have your meals ready. No, I mean, I, I always have my food logged the day before in my fitness pal. I can change it if I want to, but the fact that that food is prepped and that is ready and I have a game plan can make all the difference. And I do it for my weekends when I'm off too, just so if, you know, she didn't go down for a nap or whatever, you know, the case may be, I am ready and prepared. Um, and what something's great with Paul is he, like you said, you, but he checks before he pushes you further. So he'll ask me, you know, if I check in and I'm like, here's where I'm at, here's how I'm feeling. I want to be ready. And he's like, this is what we can do. Are you okay with that? Or yes. can you, can you make this work? Cause if I was to say, you know what, Paul, I just can't, I've, I've hit my limit or, you know, I just can't do that amount of cardio. He'd be like, okay, cool. We won't, we won't go there. So, um, I found that my problem now is I'm like, kill me, do whatever you can. I want to be ready. <laughs> and like, he gave me my cardio this week and I was like, okay, if I have some extra time, can I do some extra? And he's like, if, if you feel like you can, you go ahead, you know? Um, but I've gotten real, you know, I've pro, like I said, pros three. So I've learned my time management being a new mom, you have to kind of you know, just kind of go with the flow and, and use your little windows of time that you can. Yeah. And it's not going to be, I would assume that it's not going to be easy at first, but you will acclimate to your baby schedule and your schedule. And it's, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but it's definitely doable. Oh yeah. A hundred percent doable. Anybody who says it is not doable, don't listen to them. Uh, like I don't even have a baby I just have a puppy and I get mom guilt if I just leave and go to a coffee shop and do work and I I mean I don't have a traditional job where I have to be somewhere for a set amount of hours so I do have that luxury but still like balancing my time balancing my meals and my cardio and all of that it's very time consuming and if I you know if I were to just wake up and like go through my day without having it planned out hour by hour I would be a mess so just make sure you're waking up and you have a plan of attack. And for me, I just schedule um, the day prior. Yeah. And it's almost, you know, I'd almost say you have it harder than me in some ways because you you aren't forced to have a schedule. You have to make that schedule. And that can be harder. Like, I don't have a choice but to follow mine because I have my, my kid, my work, my, you know, things that are going to fall in place at certain times. So I have to do it when with you when you just have like an open day where it's like okay I need to figure out what I'm gonna do that can be a lot harder because it's probably easier to push it off and be like oh I can push this back an hour or Mm -hmm. I find that um the only big challenge I have is I 
want to get out of the house more and being home, you know, of course you could be tempted to eat more and you could be quote unquote bored. And I don't have like coworkers to have good conversations with and distract me, um, which is a good thing too. I, I think that face-to-face communication is something that can really help. Um, but being in prep and starting like that whole isolation phase, like sometimes working by myself, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. But all right. So why don't you tell me um, what your expectations are for the natural stage and like what you're nervous about going into it? Because I know that can be um, a a different type of stage to step on. Like, tell me a little bit about what your expectations are and your thoughts on competitors having expectations for themselves. Um, man, so I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. My backside is very stubborn. Like I can have abs in off season, no problem. But my to have what they would call a tie in or a sharp, you know, where you can see the glutes and the hamstrings. That's really tough for me. And I am not going to have the razor sharp, super lean backside that a lot of the girls have. And I've run into that at the shows I've done this year as well. So I am just making sure that my posing and every other aspect I can control is just spot on. Um, uh-huh. Cause you can control your makeup. You can control your hair. You can control your posing. Um, tan. tan. Yeah. I'm going to actually do my own tan with pro tan this year. Uh, I, I had the stuff and I've had it for every show and I chicken out. And finally this last one, cause it'll be my fourth show of the season. I'm like, I'm doing it myself to save the money. So I'm excited for that. Um, to kind of, cause I'll actually have like a really good tan where I won't have to worry about timing and all of that. Are you um, having anyone help you with that? Uh, yeah, we're staying in an Airbnb with a couple girls. So, um, and my husband will be there. So I'm just going to have somebody will take care of my back. <laughs> Yeah, because doing your own tan intimidates the hell out of me. Yeah, it Um, has me too. But, you know, I've run into my tan being screwed up way too many times. And I just decided that at one of my, at the Sacramento show I did, one of the girls had to fix my tan. And she used the pro tan home stuff or do it yourself stuff. So I was like, you know what, this just fixed me better than what the worker did so I'm I'm doing this mm-hmm. myself so that was kind of my deciding factor on I think I got this so yeah. we'll see how it goes but expectations I mean honestly I feel I feel like I am good enough for first call outs and I don't mean that and like I I deserve it I just I feel like I've brought my physique to a place where I can see myself there um will I get my pro card you just I don't know you know like I like to say like some days I'm confident I'm like I've got this and then other days I'm like I don't know and until you see who shows up and even when you see who shows up until they're on stage and it's there you just don't know someone could look like even like that's the bad thing about social media someone could look ready on social media but then their posing is horrible yeah or maybe they don't they haven't mastered the lighting and the turns for social media but in person they are fire so um you know until that's there but expectations man i'd really 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 like to get first call outs but everybody can't and that's a reality so 
I'm just, as long as I can have a show day where everything runs smooth, I'm good. And if I get some food afterwards, I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> yeah, like, I've already, uh, we're going to go to the sugar factory for dinner. Is the oh, yeah. I so went there last year. So I good. may have already looked at the entire menu and mentally prepared for what I want. Good. Yeah. That's smart to do, too. Like, please, ladies, for the love of God, do not have cookie stashes that are huge and all these treats waiting for you to come home because you're setting yourself up for not a good time. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you want to quote unquote, have a recovery diet and gain fat at a very fast pace to each your own. Um, but do not set yourself up like that. Set yourself up thinking about what do I really want? Where do I want to indulge? What have I been missing the most? And what's going to keep me satisfied? Because like I know for me, I if I don't get some sort of sushi post-show, I'm mad. And <laughs> if I don't get some sort of ice cream, I'm mad. Ooh, Those are two cream. things I want. Um, everything else I could care less about, but don't, it's so easy to go from salt, sweet, this food, that food and jump around. Just choose like two, two things that you really, really want. Yeah. I have, I don't even have a post show stash. I have nothing. I, well, I take that back. I had ordered some stacked cookies for my last show. My husband forgot them. So (laughs) I had to put them in the freezer because I couldn't have them because I was still in prep. So I do have a, um, some of those that I will thaw out and have when I get mm-hmm. off stage probably. But yeah, I don't do the whole buy a bunch of things for post-show. Or like make it. Yeah, I just, I'd been down that road my first show and it is not a great time. It's not mm. and I don't want to be there again. I'm a weirdo and people make fun of me, but I always want protein bars after because I don't allocate my macros towards using protein bars to hit them and those are like candy bars to me yeah (laughs) so that's like what I want to do I always will like cut up like ends of my favorite ones instead of just eating a bunch of protein bars because that does not sound like a good time either for my stomach yeah no I I don't I don't do the protein bar thing but uh, macaroons that is my I must have macaroons after show usually I I go get them like when whenever I get to where my show's at I'll kind of google where they are around and get a get a couple Oh, yeah. Those are so good. Yes. All right. So, Kaylee, why don't you tell me what your um, biggest struggle is in prep right now? (laughs) Cravings. Cravings would be my biggest thing right now. I have been dieting since the Monday after Thanksgiving. So I'm at the end of a very long season, and it just kind of hit me this week. Um, Just I don't even know that it's. I'm not craving anything in particular. I think my body is just wanting to start. Your body's just like flicking you off and saying, "Yeah, like it's ready to to recover." You know, because you can't you can't get stage lean and you can't be competitive in the sport without kind of going into a territory of unhealthy. Um, And and your body knows that, and it'll kick back. I'm fighting my body right now and saying, "No, I do want my pro card," but it's it's time, and I know that more weeks so that's just my biggest thing right now is mentally every day I have to tell myself Kaylee you have an end goal you know what you want that's not what you want you know and luckily Mm -hmm. I've done it enough times where I know what that regret of falling off feels like so that does help um help keep me motivated you know and and show day 
is so freaking amazing that it is worth every single struggle you go through to get there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for competitors out there too, like one thing that I do is, I mean, I this is my own two cents. No one should be eating less than 900 calories a day. Um, but you have to tell yourself that you're not technically starving and that if you really want to quit and stop, it's your choice to do so. So that's when you really have to check in with yourself and ask, like, is it worth it? Which I'm happy that you said like, yeah, show day is worth it for you. But you know, some girls, maybe it's not. And if prep's not for you and competing's not for you and it's too painful and it's too mentally taxing for you, it's okay to not do it. Yeah. I, I think that more people need to know that and realize it. And I also, to add to it, if your prep starts to negatively affect your relationships or you and your kid or your job, it's important to notice that and to step away because competing is never like some girls will make money off competing and some girls will make it to the Olympia, but it's not their 30 grand a year. (laughs) Yeah. Like it should be part of your life, not your entire life. Like I've seen people, you know, get divorces and just it it's so so selfish and yeah and and it is a selfish sport and that's a hundred percent okay I just like I know I tell myself I never want to bring myself to a space that I would allow my daughter to be in if I didn't agree with it yeah and so I important yeah I, I try to remember that and I'm I have my days of being moody and stuff, but you know, I try to remember when I do feel crappy or irritable that it's not my husband or my daughter or my job's fault. I choose it every day. So suck it up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I communicate it too if people like if I'm not feeling good and like other people have bad days too. Other people get moody too. And you know, sometimes it's not always prep. Like it's okay to like have a day where you feel like shit. Like that's not, it's, yep. It's not not normal. Um, it's just when you're feeling crappy all the time and you become unbearable to be around or you're just a completely different person. Like you should never lose you. And for me, like, of course, I'm tired. Of course, I I um, have a little bit less time for others, but I still try to when I am around people to make sure that I am not snippy or yelling or any of that. It just makes you be more self-aware and even the other day like my girlfriend wanted to meet at a Starbucks to do some work and I had to drag my ass there to show up for her but that's me knowing that I can't be selfish for me and a lot of people are wanting to spend time with me before I move Um, and I'm like you know what Nicole like it's not about you like this is important you have to show up for others too yeah I always try to remember like feeling like shit and being a shitty person are two different things. Yeah. And, and it's just important and it's hard. Like I give you props for, you know, sometimes I do miss out on stuff with friends, but luckily, I mean, most of them understand, but it's hard, you know, Uh, you only so many people and so many things can be your top priorities. And during prep, the ones that just, the things that aren't as important kind of have to go for, you know, during prep. Yeah. Um, so Kaylee, what would you say your plans are post show? Oh man. Eat food. 
<laughs> no. Um, it, I just want to spend time with my family. I really want to grow my upper body quite a bit. It, it needs some muscle. You're taller, um, right? Yeah, I'm 5'7". Okay. So, um, I feel I'm it. like, I'm all limbs. You know, I have finally grown, like, glutes and hamstrings and stuff this year. Um, but my upper body, you know, I just want to grow a little. I want to enjoy some travel with my family. We're going to take my daughter to Disney for her third birthday. Um, I think that's mostly for us and the food, but I'm saying it's for her. Gosh, I want to go to Disney so bad, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm following, like, an embarrassing amount of, like, Disney foodie accounts on Instagram right now. There's a uh, good one I can send you. Yes, please do. But, yeah, that's my plan. It's just enjoy. And, you know, I really don't do too much different in my off-season versus my prep, except for, I, you know, like I eat more food. But I go to the gym the same. I, I mean, I, I have the same priorities pretty much year-round. Yeah. It's your lifestyle. Yeah. That's important. Like, don't don't track macros and be in prep and train only for your competition. Like, you should still be doing these things, not in a competition prep. Yeah, if, if you don't truly really enjoy it, there's just no point in, put in, in putting your body through that if it's just, you know. But then I'll take that back. But some people, I can totally get, like, it's a one-thing bucket list item. They do it, and they're done. Like, I can see that too. Cause originally when I started, I think that's all I was doing it for, you know, just to say I did it. Um, and then I fell in love with it and here I am. Yeah. Then whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that's an expensive hobby. Uh, well, I always say like all hobbies, like whatever it is, like there's going to be a price tag to it. Like golfers and people who certify, yeah. I don't know. Like there's always yeah. cost for what you do and, um, life isn't meant to just like go through the motions. Like we're meant to chase something that we're passionate about. Yeah, I completely agree. So, um, Kaylee, what would your advice be to any competitors out there listening to this podcast today? Advice, research. Anything. Yeah. Advice, anything real, man, anything advice. I don't know. Eat good food. Don't turn down pizza. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Eat that food. Grow that Eat foodie. Eat food. Grow- yes. Yes. Um, no, I don't know. Just enjoy life. Heck, there's so much, so much stuff you can do. Just make sure whatever you're doing, you enjoy it. Yeah. And that's super important is if you don't like something, cut it out. You don't have to do it. Yep. Um, Kaylee, talk about your sponsors that you have. Um, and talk a little bit about where people can find you. Because I know I see you post about Toxic Angels and also Pancakes. But tell us, you know, who helps support you going to the stage and just where we can find more of you. Um, well, you can find more of me, Cupcake Muscle. Um, I have my supplement sponsorship is One Up Nutrition. And that's actually a newer sponsor for me. I absolutely adore that supplement line. Um my eye was caught by them initially because they actually have a men and women's line separate, which is not something um, that all companies do, but it's important. Men and women are different. We should be dosed accordingly. So love um, their supplements and I'm addicted to their protein bars right now. (laughs) (laughs) They Um, look so good. (laughs) Yeah, they are. It's almost like a really like dense Rice Krispie treat. 
so good. You'll and have I to po- bring me one. Yes, I will. And then Pam Cakes. I am a pancake addict for sure. They just came out with their carrot cake flavor. Um, I bought five bags. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt so bad because they sold out really fast. And I'm like five bags deep. Like, sorry. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that. And then Toxic Angels. I adore Margaret so much that suit company has really just they go so above and beyond for me and I appreciate them a lot I could not say no I got to shoot with them after my Sacramento show and it was nice it was really cool to meet everybody and yeah so that's my three I think that's my only three I feel bad now if I forgot something but (laughs) hey I don't blame you you're low calorie yeah yeah Yes. But Kaylee, thank you again for taking time to chat on Beyond the Bikini. And I wish you the best of luck this 2019. Thank you so much.